Welcome to Globally Growing, a podcast dedicated to spiritual growth and development. Each week, we will explore various topics that are relevant to today that also promote spiritual growth, conduct powerful interviews, inspire you to walk into your calling, and have fun doing so. From across the globe, we are growing, and we want you to grow too. Hey there, check this out. I am so excited to announce the launch of my first published book called The Nehemiah Factors, Your Pathway to Godly Effective Leadership. This leadership manual showcases several spiritual principles that Nehemiah exhibited while rebuilding the walls and establishing reforms in Jerusalem. These timeless principles not only build a godly character, they also birth effective leaders. In it, you'll find a time-tested, historical, and biblical roadmap for leadership that can be applied within and outside the church. The Nehemiah Factors will be released on January 4th, but if you are in the United States or South Africa, please check out the show notes to pre-order your copy today. Season's greetings and welcome to Globally Growing. I'm your host, Sharon Nobuchle-Williams. Christmas has passed and we are on the dawn of a new year. So many people have celebrated spending quality time with their loved ones. But there's also many others who have suffered loss, causing this season to take on a more melancholy tone. The pandemic has robbed many of us of our loved ones. Then, of course, there are also those who have lost loved ones due to sickness or accidents or the like. Today, we will conclude our special five-part program entitled Healing from Loss with the Klebas addressing how they coped during special events, milestones, and holidays that they previously thought they would have enjoyed with their beloved late child, Tandiwe. They talk about their pain, but they also talk about how God replaced their mourning with the oil of joy. They showed how their pain became their ministry, and they share how God gave them more than double for their trouble. We want you to be encouraged that if God did it for the Klebas, he will also do it for you. You may feel the pain of loss, but you can take solace in God's promise that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I speak a new joy-filled dawn into your life as you listen to the finale of Hearing from Loss. And now for the rest of the interview. This is a question I want to ask for both of you, but I want to start with you, Mbulelo, and I want both of you to address this. So you were saying, you were, you're sharing that story because you were saying that if what happened there was true, if that was that really genuine or was that a fake or what was the question exactly? If, if you could do all those things, why not show me this one? Are you are you just my imagination? Are you are you real as as you say you are? I don't care what people say. Are you real as you say you are? Are you real as I have seen you in God raising that man? And the rest of the things that I have I had brought up to his remembrance. Okay. And he didn't say anything. He just kept quiet. And Bulani, what was your conversation with God like? You were, were you blaming yourself? What was your, were you blaming God? What What was your process? Oh, well, I think a bit of both because I don't know if I should say it's only natural that you, I would, I was blaming myself. I'm the one who's carrying the baby and my body is the one who sort of 
gave up, if I can put it like that. Yeah, that and because I I remember after um, uh, after the baby was born, then uh, the doctor mentioned something like um, the the blood group of the baby and mine were were not a match or something like that. Yes, wow. yes. So I I I didn't know that is possible, but I was just wondering. And then uh, other like the maybe the other thing is I couldn't really get a fixed answer, or I couldn't get an answer that satisfied me as to what happened, because uh, one of the explanations was maybe uh, the court might have strangled him strangled yeah i remember baby. that too yes i remember that too yes so there were and a lot then, of theories but there was no they were just scribbling on straws yes. they were just scribbling on straws yes so but in 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 all of those um one of the things that made it difficult for me was there have been babies who are born at six months and they have survived and I was I mean, a seven month preemie yeah. yeah yes uh, why couldn't he make a way that she survived yeah because all all during the pregnancy we knew her to be, we knew him to be a girl. Hey, hey yes. <laughs> Until when so. when when she was born and I went, they 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 put the baby in because when when after Pulani delivered her, I went and called the nurse and then I stood outside crying. Uh until when the doctor came, he found me in the corridor. He walked past me like he didn't know he did not know me. And it wasn't during COVID where you could say. He and it was wasn't during COVID that you say I was wearing a mask. He just walked past me, and then he went in there, and I don't know what he said and what he did. I didn't go there again. And then this nurse took the baby and put it in another room, and he said, "I, I put him there on the cupboard. You can go see him if you want." And I said, "Him." She said, yes, it's a he. And then I couldn't believe. I I said, but the doctor said it's a she. She said, well, your doctor was mistaken. And the doctor had gone. I went in there and I looked. And there he was, lifeless, laying there. And it was a he. So this whole time you thought you had a girl and it was a boy? Mm-hmm. You're consistently oh. dropping bombs today. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Tandi Way is actually Tandi Wo, huh? I don't know. <laughs> actually Tando. 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 Okay. Okay. So yeah. now 
I, and I but know we, that we we decided to keep the name. We okay. decided to keep the name as and remember is. him as Tandiwe. Okay, because that's what you knew. So let's yes. go through the process itself. How early on? I know you. I remember when I saw you. I came to your place um, shortly after I ran into you guys. I saw you Mbulelo a few days after we had exchanged numbers. You came and visited me, and then a few. Within a week or so, I came to your place and I, I was spent time with you, Pulani. I remember you showed me that beautiful poem that you had written. Um, yes. to the baby. The, it, you had it in a lovely plaque. And, um, and I remember the, that's when it had the biggest impact on me about how real it was. And by then, you, had, you guys had actually started going to a support group. Yes. yes. Now... How did that come to play? And I ask this because so many black people in the United States, as well as in many parts of Africa, the whole thing of going to support groups and getting counseling is oftentimes taboo. What made you decide to go and did it help? Okay. Um, I decided to go because I felt like I couldn't handle or I didn't understand the the feelings that I had and I needed somebody who can tell me that this is normal, that it will pass and I'm allowed to feel to feel like that. Because I the pain was too much. The the pain was too much. I I would sometimes feel like I wanted to stop breathing. And then if I stopped breathing, then the pain would stop. So in my mind, I knew that sounded or is suicide. Yeah. So yeah, so I I I thought I should nip it in the bud. <laughs> Yes, so Which is wisdom. Yes, so uh that's that's how I, I I found the the support group and mostly it was for for losing or loss of of kids and child siblings. and siblings. Yeah. Okay. So the support group was yes. for people who have lost children or siblings. Yes. yes. And did yes. both yes. of you attend the support group meetings? Yes. We yes, did. we did, but she, she she went to more. I I went to less. Okay. Now, did you find yeah. them helpful, Mbulelo? The support groups. Yes. Yes, yes, they were. They were. They okay. were. And okay. the topic they raised, they were building up. Uh yeah, no, they they were very they, they are very helpful. They are very helpful. So that's something you would definitely recommend that Anyone Any that's day. going through Any the grief, day. the loss of a of a of a of a loved one, especially a child or a sibling, by all means, seek a, a community of people who seek can help. walk you through. Go that. out, yes, yes. Because that's the other thing that I and I brought this up in the introduction. I talked about um, how you process the pain during holiday seasons when you expected to have the baby, say during Christmas or during that first birthday you, you would walk around and see people that you were with at the clinic because i always accompanied her to the clinic 
And then they will be holding babies and you'll be thinking mine would be this age. Mine would be this age. That also had, you see, so the, the support group also helped in saying, this is not taboo, number one, number two, you're not alone, number three, it happens. Yeah, that, that's why earlier I mentioned that uh, me and my cousin's wife were almost the, the same month. Mm. So it was even more uh, painful or it came up when her baby was born because I knew that my baby was also supposed to be born around January. So every celebration, even New Year's coming around, every celebration was a moment of grief for you. Yes, yes. Especially seeing her celebrating her child. The milestones the child has, you would be thinking mine will also be going there. Okay, so let's talk about this. because So one of the things that, that had a profound impact on me, Mulelo, remember there was the time where the, a dear friend of mine... Um, Andile, remember Andile? This was when I had I was living in Rustenburg. I had gone to the Val to just kind of get away and have some time alone with the Lord. And on the way back, Andile had agreed to take me home. Mbulelo decided to I, I begged Mbulelo to accompany us. I think <laughs> um, I thought it would be good so that Andile wouldn't have to drive home by himself. It's a couple of hours. Oh, I drive. remember that when going to Rustenburg. Yes, yes. And so um, the three of us went back to Rustenburg, and I remember. Out of nowhere, I don't even know how this conversation came up, but somehow Mbulelo brought this up and I figured, I knew this was ministering to Andile some type of way, but I had not heard you what you had gone through to the depth of what you've gone through from your perspective until this particular day when you talked about how you, you talked about the loss of the child and how you were upset with God yes. for taking the, the child. And then you began to talk about your conversation with God and what God actually said to you that brought healing to you. Can you share that? No, I, I wasn't talking to God. I was, well, I was talking, but not about that. I, 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 I had my moments with him. I had my tantrums with him. I... So I was, I was done. I don't even remember what was I talking about to him. And then out of nowhere, have, have, have you seen somebody that was absent-minded? And then you talk to him and they say, uh-huh, what, what were you saying again? <laughs> it, it happened like that. Okay. And I was talking about something. I don't remember what it was. And then he said to me, uh, Mbulelo, what if Tandiwe was sick? What if Tandiwe was uh, was a ten baby? Going to be needing. No, no, no. Disabled. The, what if he was disabled, and you were to take care of him for the rest of your lives, more than saving me? What if he was going to divert your attention from me, and you took it all to him? What would you have done? And then I kept quiet for some time and I turned and said, thank you, Lord. That was the last time he spoke about it. And from then on, from that moment when he said that, 
I felt a weight lifted off my shoulders. I felt instant healing. All the blame, all the anger, everything, all the, everything I had was lifted off. And then I was healed instantly from that moment on. I, I felt that it was not only a, a healing on us, but also a healing to the nation. This would have brought, this would have robbed the world of us because we were to take care of Tandiwe for the rest of his hair life, his hair life <laughs> until today. Instead then because of, of that, ministering through your prophetic calling to the nation. Yes. When, when, when God called me, he said to me, back in 97, said, I am not calling you for a local church. I am calling you for my body, for a global church. So now if Tandiwe was to be around, I was to be with her more than going out, even out of the four walls, let's say Kononia at the time, because I was at Kononia, yeah. even out of, out of the walls of Kononia, because I, I was to take care of him for the rest of the time and would have robbed God at the time and the space, the geographical location where he would have wanted me at the time. Oh, so God. that's that's how my healing came. So Pulani, did you get that type of healing as well? Or was your healing more of a gradual process? I I think mine was, was more of a gradual process. Uh like uh, Mbulelo mentioned that uh, I attended more of the counseling more than he did. Okay. And I was assigned a, a counselor. And then, uh, yeah, and then I, I found... And you still talk to her, eh? No, it's been a while. Who's the other one? It's just the group admin that normally, at the moment, because it's, I mean, the child was supposed to be yours for life. Yeah, yeah. So I take it, the group is also, you are in yeah. the group for life. It's your support group for life. Yeah, yeah. It's a support system, yes, a lifelong yes. support system. Yeah. Yes, so we still in communication. Um, they they do anniversaries for for the babies. So and we receive a letter every year at the anniversary of the child. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I guess I would say mine was was gradually because, uh, when we met as a group, you would I I met some of the ladies who were also pregnant. And I remember there's a lady that I met and she, she said that the doctors also couldn't tell her exactly what was wrong, mm. but uh, she, she had a salad or something. Oh, I remember her, and then the cheese. This green cheese i don't know if the 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 one with mold or something the blue the cheese the... yes, yes that one so she ate that and only after she had the miscarriage did she learn that 
uh, she wasn't supposed to to eat that. Hmm. So, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So. So okay. So for Mbulelo, even though you went through a process <laughs> of some months, um, of grief, you did receive instantaneous healing once God showed you purpose. Mbulelo, I mean, Bulani, you were blessed to find a community, a support community to hold you and walk you through that grieving period, through the milestones, through the seasons and the holidays. Is that correct? And that's what helped your, you helped you um, to walk through your process. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So I remember one day we were together and I'm sure this was, I'm going to say 2010 because I hadn't moved to Rustenburg yet. I was still in that flat over there um, in the Vile. And the three of us were together. I don't know if you guys remember this, but you thought you were pregnant. And while we were together, you think you miscarried. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you, you remember that. Do you remember that, Mbulelo? And I remember, I, and I and Mbulelo, you were like, okay, I really need to go to take, send to my wife. We were walking, I remember we were walking through town when all of this was transpiring. And then, and you were very, Mbulelo was very concerned. Um, and was, it was really, because you had already been through this seven month ordeal, and now you're going through another I'm thinking I'm pregnant and then I think I just miscarried. But then not long after that, I was it before I moved to Rustenburg when they had the deliverance service? Or was it uh, when we were in No, you had not you had not gone to Rustenburg. It then. was before. It was it, before. was it was in Sharpville when they had the deliverance service, correct? When the oh, tech yeah, house yeah. came. And, and um, the, the prophetess prayed for you guys. Isn't that correct? Was that? Yes, yes. And right around that time we conceived. I say we, cause you know, they my babies. So I'm allowed to say. <laughs> what was it then? It was, it was not. Uh, yeah. You I can do the math. Yeah. When was Vuyo born? Uh, 2011, yes. Okay. And what what month of twenty eleven? May. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. I was already pregnant by then. When we went yeah, to Yeah, remember when, I did not when, move I did not move to Rustenburg until October and September or October of twenty ten. Yeah. I I was already pregnant then when you moved. Exactly. That's my point. See? I think that we need to check Vuyo's DNA because I suspect she, her her father is the Holy Spirit. I think Jesus came back. <laughs> no, I was I was already pregnant when we were at the deliverance. Oh, oh, were you? Oh, okay. But it's yes, stuck. Yes, it's stuck. I remember I was wearing that 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 um white top that I loved so much. Yeah, and our friend got kicked out of the deliverance service. <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> no, what was that? Oh my! The lady with the wig. No, I don't remember that. She came late, so she couldn't come. 
Okay, I don't remember that. I remember that very well. Okay, so listen, what I want what I want to do now is so for and I wanted to bring this up because the we talked about I, I talked about the oil of joy for mourning, the the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and he's given you beauty for ashes and vuyo, your firstborn. And then you yeah. popped out another one, Mbali. Mm, yes. <laughs> and then 30 <laughs> minutes later thing. before the pizza came, <laughs> here comes girl number three. <laughs> so God didn't just give you double for your trouble. He just kept the blessings coming, right? Yes, he yeah. did. Yes.
and and if I may just add this, uh, since since uh, Tandiwe, we have prayed for women that were pregnant, that were losing their children, mm. that even from from other races, even women we have never met. Lastly, the the lady that was that is working with Pulani, that is from another race. Her child was having problems with their child. She was not delivering or something. Yeah, she was overdue. She was overdue, I think, 11 months or so. We prayed and the child was born. So that is another joy that we have now. Mm. We, 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 sniff, we sniff around for, pro, for, 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 for problem pro, uh, pregnancies and say, yay, when I <laughs> you come last. <laughs> <laughs> so God has, through your pain, he's used your pain to help you bring joy to others Even and to help other you people. bring deliverance, yes. literal deliverance, delivering yes. other people's yes. Yes. A lot. See the gift that he's given through your pain. So, I, I, and I'm glad you said that because I, there's two things that I want you to do. First, I want both of you, first you Pulani, then you Mbulelo. I want Pulani, I want you to speak to the mothers, okay? And then Mbulelo, I want you to speak to the fathers. Speak to the mothers that feel like I'm having a problem carrying my baby i'm scared or more importantly speak to the the mothers who have lost their child okay oh okay uh i don't know which one should i start with uh let's start with the the mothers who have lost their child losing a child is it's a very difficult process because like uh, uh, like I'm saying that uh, after the death of Tandiwe, I felt like literally I didn't want to breathe anymore. And it's such pain that you don't believe that God loves you anymore. You, you, you don't care what happens anymore. It's like yeah, it's yeah. you've you reach that point of you've given up, nothing matters anymore. But one thing that I'm grateful to God is at the back of, of my head, I knew that God loved loved me. No matter what I was feeling, feeling unloved I did, but I knew that He loved me. And like Mulelo was saying that uh, he he has the best plans for us. So as painful as it was, but I knew that he was going to pull me out of it. And I knew that uh, as painful as it is, it's not the end now. So yeah, uh, holding on and and trusting in God that I am in pain, be with me, hold my hand, uh, take me through this ditch because you you don't wanna see anything. I I I, I normally hear people say that uh, the 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 other painful thing is you look at people and they have moved on or they are going on with their lives and you are like sitting there and thinking, 
can these people see the pain that I'm going through? Why are they not feeling what I'm feeling? I've lost my child. Mm. But know that in, in, in the midst of that, God is there and he knows your pain. Uh, there's there's a verse that I I, I used to, to read. I think it's in uh, Jewel if Jewel or Jude. <laughs> and then uh, it says that you you have uh, you have pierced us, but you will uh, bandage us again. Something like something like that. So that that that's one of of the verses that that kept me going. That uh, maybe God did not literally do this, but He let it happen. He, he knew that it was going to happen, and He will bandage my wounds. Uh, I'm safe in His in His hands. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's what I can say to to the grieving mothers and knowing that your child is yours for the rest of your life. For life, for life. <laughs> so life. whether alive or with the Lord, but it's they are yours time. forever. Yes. yes. And it's okay to seek help. Yes, it's important to seek help. Even if it's not formal help as in uh, finding an organization or going to therapy like yes but finding somebody who you can confide in who can who can where you can share your pain and let your tears roll down and go through the process mm. go through the process yes because yeah. it's important the, the process is important because without the process there is no complete healing. And then to to the mothers to be or mothers who who are with child, <laughs> um, I would say, God, uh, okay. After we've lost Tandiwe, uh, I I got a group or. I surrounded myself with women who have been through what I have been through and who have successfully given birth to children after they have miscarried. And I I reconnected with one of my friends in East London and she recommended a book called um, uh, Giving Birth for What? what is it called I'll, I'll i'll remember the 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 name it talks about giving birth and how god has uh, redeemed us from the genesis curse of having pain during labor and being liberated to give birth without labor pains Okay, make sure to give me the title of the book. I will include the name of the book in the show notes so that if anyone okay. wants to look up that book, they'll be able to access it. Yes. It, it, Is it not a uh, uh, miraculous childbirth? I think Supernatural so. childbirth or something? Yes. Supernatural childbirth, yes. Supernatural yes. childbirth. That's the book. That book really helped me. Us. 
helped. <laughs> I also read it. <laughs> it helped us a lot because like I mentioned earlier, I had fears of uh, what had previously happened mm. and uh, it gave me weapons to stand on my ground to say that my seed is protected by the Lord and he watches over us and he wants to make me a joyful mother and pregnancy is meant to be enjoyed mm. it wasn't easy but yeah because you said like none of your presence a lot pregnancies more. were easy huh? no <laughs> no <laughs> no so it, it helped me a lot so what i would do is uh okay because the other the other thing is we went through uh, like I was saying, I surrounded myself with people who've had miscarriage and have uh, given birth after that. There's a lady that, a pastor lady that we we met and she also prayed over us. And then uh, she gave me an advice that uh, as you are pregnant, you are taking medication. Like I would normally... For all my pregnancies, I would take iron supplements. What I must do is take that pill with a bit of a verse. So find a verse that talks to childbirth, that talks to giving uh, like your seed growing and bringing your child up. All, all baby verses and pregnancies and all the stories in the Bible that talks about children and mothers and all that. So every day take a pill and a verse and mm. to make your, your journey a, a bit more easier. Mm, amen. That's powerful. That's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Wonderful. Yes. 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 And then like Mbulelo was saying that now one of our mission is to deliver <laughs> so yeah. i i am recently dealing with two ladies that i am in contact with uh, who are with children in the bun in the oven <laughs> yes so i i try to uh, communicate with them and because uh the enemy will come and scare you. So one of them, I was telling them that I remember when I was pregnant with Voyolotu and I would have this fear or these thoughts coming to me. Uh, and maybe if I am having cramps or pain or something, and then I literally went to the kitchen and took out the biggest knife that we had and I and we still have it. <laughs> and I would swing it around and fighting with the devil, mm. with the enemy, with mm. the fear, with the thoughts. And I was just telling her that if it means that is what you have to do to fight for this child, then that's, that's what, what you, you must do. 
And another it thing is. that you did that I really honor is the fact I would know oftentimes you didn't hesitate to ask for prayer. Yeah. Um, you would true. oftentimes you would send me a message, you know, I'm not feeling well, you know, pray for me. And of course, I know what yeah. you went through, so I don't want, don't hesitate to pray for you, you know, be, and knowing, <laughs> and knowing who you know that's willing to, to stop and say, hey, you know what, let me stop and pray for her because I already know what she's been through. She don't need to go through anything more. And we need to Amen. just make sure that as a community, we stick together because these mm. are not, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And so that, it, that mm. this is all of our child. Like I said, you're my brother, you're my sister. These are my babies. And you, you guys know how I am about my babies. So you better, yeah. you better get, get my baby out of there. Right. <laughs> yes. That's, that, that's one of the things that I learned because uh, I don't know, but, as a first-time mother, you, you I, I can say maybe you are not clued up or you think that it's natural, it will happen the way nature is meant Intended for it, it. Yeah. Yes, to happen. So that's one of the things that I, I thought or I said, maybe if I had had people who were surrounding me with prayer who I I could confide in maybe he would still be around so after that I made <clears throat> sorry a conscious decision that you don't have to suffer in silence That's you right. don't have to wonder and not uh, put action to it if you are wondering uh, do something about it so that your wandering would be put into ease i normally i normally say that uh, if you don't talk uh, whatever you are going through it will grow so if it's worry and you don't say anything your worry will grow if it's temptation and you are tempted you don't uh, say anything that temptation will grow you have to, to confront it, it. Yes, yes. So if you you find somebody that you can confide in, then that thing moves away yeah. or runs away from from yeah. From you. Like the scripture yes. says, one will chase a thousand, but two will put ten thousand to flight. So you have exponential yeah. battle armor and exponential yes. warfare um, um, armament um, on your side when you team up with people that you can trust to fight with you. Mbulelo, I would like for you to speak to the fathers who have lost a child. You know, a lot of times people don't realize that fathers can grieve just as bad and some fathers even worse sometimes depending on the situation as a mother yes, yes. that has lost a baby, yes. whether it's stillbirth, whether it's um, after birth. Speak to that father. Brothers, your child is your child, alive or not. Your child is your child. Uh, we put more emphasis on women taking care of children. We put more emphasis on women as, as machines producing children. But what we do not realize, but what we, we choose to ignore is that it takes two to have a child you are equally liable for that child. Fight for her. Fight for her. You are a soldier put by God to defend. 
stand your territory. In the spirit and in the flesh, stand your territory. That's what I say. There's no easier way of speaking to men except the way I do now. Fight for your child. When they are not alive yet, no, no, no. When you are, they are not visible yet, you fight equally for them. You go to your knees. You are a priest of your house. You are a prophet of your house. Consult with the father, the head of the church, and speak to him about your house. If you hear from him, it will be easy to administer your house. If they are alive, go out, get them back, fight for them. The enemy does not deserve your children. If they died out there, let me assure you, you shall see them in glory. So before then, we fight on brothers. We fight on. And our best fight is in the knees. Amen. Now speak to the brothers who have lost a child, who is, is grieving, who is in mourning, who is in pain, who is feeling like you felt when you lost Tandiwe? We, we don't grieve the same with women. We don't feel the same pain with women, but pain is pain. You are allowed to feel pain. You are allowed to seek for help. You are allowed to be vulnerable. But when you are, go to the father. He's the best healer. It might take time, but I have learned throughout that everything works together for good. Even in grief, even in pain, he has a plan for you. When I was grieving, there was a time when I went uh, to a prayer and fasting. When I went there, for the whole three days, he was giving me Jeremiah 29. I have plans for you, plans to prosper you. I did not understand at the time, but I'm saying to you, brothers, God has plans for us. Even in our grief, even in our pain, our pain will become our learning curves. Our, our stumbling blocks will become our stepping blocks. And our scars shall be our stars. Today, we have taken care of more than 42 children that God has put through our hands. We do not stand and wait and grieve and, and moan over Tandy that we lost. God has trusted us with 43 plus more children and we are still waiting for more. And then we have given birth to other children or by other women because we, re we refuse to stand where the enemy has blocked us. Grieve, it will pass. Seek help, you will find it. And in the same time, wait upon the Lord. And the best thing to do when you are waiting upon the Lord is that you serve others. The same people that are grieving as you meet up with them, share the grief. Uh, uh, there's, there's a proverb that says a load shared is a load halved so when you grieve and you meet others your problem become halved and then it makes life a little bit easier amen amen that's beautiful now one last thing I'm going to ask of you Mbulelo is that you pray for our listeners for those who are getting ready to go into this holiday season those who are bracing for the season in dread that that's anticipating in fear of the loneliness and the the emptiness that they're anticipating 
during this season that we're going into. I want you to pray for those people who are going into this season, feeling that loss even more intensely. Before before I pray, I, I want to say fear is normal. I trained in the military and they they told us that fear is your friend. If 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 you feel fear, if you feel pain, it reminds you that you are alive. So in your fear, know that you are alive and your life is not meaningless. There is a God in it. And look towards him. Drag yourself towards him. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you are the God that never sleeps. You are the God that never slumber. You are the God that keeps his promises. And your promises are yes and amen. As, as your people, as your nation is going through life, Father, you said you loved us. And I believe that. We believe that. I, I don't believe it. I know it. Because you, there's no greater love than the love of one dying for one. So because you died for us, before we even knew you, that is assurance to us that you love us. So Lord, in this season, I pray for love. I pray for assurance. I pray also for the peace that passes all human understanding. I understand that for over 18 months now, we've been under lockdown we 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 living with with covid but we we know that in this season we shall live and not die mm-hmm. in this season your plans are to prosper us and give us the expected end as you go through this lord we pray for expected end in the name of jesus father we give the devil no foothold in our lives We give the enemy, the accuser, no foothold in our lives. We give him no ground in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we remind him that his course was done and finished in Calvary. And we live in glory. We live in victory. We live in power. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Amen. 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 Mbulelo Mpulani, thank you so much for taking this time out i know you're exhausted and you just really fed us and you've spent so much time being vulnerable and transparent with us and i know that what the words that you've said has really spoken into the lives of so many people and we just want to thank you for taking this time to be the man and woman of god that he's called you to be in these days to speak to the masses so thank you so much thank you and god bless you thank you God bless you. Thank you for trusting us. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and thank you, Pulani, for finally not fighting me so daggone much. I'll hear about it tomorrow, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But I also, I, I would like to also um, thank you, the listeners, for joining us again throughout this series. And I, I pray that you were ministered to, and, and I pray that you have a wonderfully blessed holiday. I pray that the oil of joy be your portion and that God richly bless you in Jesus name. Amen. We love you with the love of the Lord. Thank you for tuning into Globally Growing. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, follow, 
subscribe, and share with your friends via social media. If you would like to learn more about Globally Growing, please visit us at globallygrowing.one. Again, that's globallygrowing.one. Until next time, never, ever, ever stop growing.